0: In this special episode of Impact Boom, we announced that Australia is to host the Social Enterprise World Forum in 2022, so stick around as we talk about this catalytic opportunity for the global sector. Welcome to impactboom.org. We search the globe to find the people, stories, ideas, and inspiration to help you create maximum positive impact. Each week, Impact Boom brings you thought-provoking interviews with world-leading practitioners passionate about creating positive social change. These designers, social entrepreneurs, educators, innovators, thinkers, and doers share their projects, initiatives, thoughts, and insights on creating a better world. You can find all the stories, links, and other great content at impactboom.org, Follow us on Facebook or Twitter for the latest updates, or subscribe to the newsletter or on iTunes. How might we create a catalyst for growth of the social enterprise and brought up business for good sector in Australia and globally? That was the question that I asked myself in January 2017, having identified a huge opportunity for sector growth when originally launching Impact Boom. The seed for the bid was really sown whilst witnessing the impact that the forum had had, particularly in the lead up to the New Zealand forum in 2017. Australia just had to give it a shot. So fast forward four and a half years, and it is due to the hard work of sector leaders, many friends, great colleagues and partners who formed a team to bring the social enterprise world forum to Australia in September, 2022. We couldn't be happier with the opportunity that this brings and the momentum that it has helped create. And we welcome you, no matter where you are in the world, to join us in Brisbane or online for SEWF 2022. Australia's rich cultural heritage and First Nations people have sustained this incredible land for over 60,000 years. So what better inspiration do we all have than the regenerative practices of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of this land. The island, that is Australia, has always been a place of learning, teaching, sharing, and we pay our deepest respects to Elders past, present and emerging, and to the Turbal and Yagra people of Mianjin, Brisbane. The question we've been asking ourselves all along this journey is, How might we co-design an experience as a nation which leads to a stronger, more cohesive ecosystem with united state-based networks, a greater public awareness and demand for socially responsible and regenerative products and services, and formation of a resourced national social enterprise strategy for Australia which provides clear goals and metrics for success? The bid... And now, work towards this very unique Australian Forum is an opportunity for all of us to grow the movement and take the urgent action needed to tackle our deep rooted social, environmental, and cultural issues globally. So, in putting together this podcast, I had the pleasure of sending through a selection of questions to a bunch of Australia's purpose-led leaders to basically help share the SEWF 2022 backstory and why this is such an exciting opportunity for delegates both in Australia and around the world. So to kick us off, I asked Helen Harvey, the event director of SEWF community interest company based out of Scotland, to provide us with a little bit of the history and general context of the World Forum, and I asked her what's different and exciting about Australia for 2022, and here's what she had to say.
1: So the Social Enterprise World Forum, or SEWF, is a community interest chess company that was founded in Scotland in 2008, where we held our first ever global event with over 400 people in attendance since then we've held events on every continent in the world and last year we went virtual with over 5,000 participants from over 100 countries SCWF works to grow the social enterprise movement globally and support social enterprises in addition to our events of which we have five this year in 2021 we're working to build connect and support the social enterprise community throughout the year other priority areas include social procurement we recently launched our international online social procurement community practice and policy which includes our global mapping project and growing resource library where you can find a huge amount of social enterprise resources um, free to access on our website. We were last in Australia in 2009 in Melbourne so since then the social enterprise sector in Australia has grown significantly. There's some really exciting and innovative work taking place that we're looking forward to spotlighting and uh, next year during SCWF 2022 when we return to Australia. Building on our experience developing SCWF's online event model, we're also excited about the possibility of how we can collaborate with white box enterprises and partners to deliver a truly hybrid event with participation in person and online. And with 2022, set to having our largest participation to date.
0: Now, whilst Impact Boom led the Australian bid, it was truly a collaborative team effort to get this across the line, with the original advisory board, including myself, Alex Hannon of the Unicentre, Belinda Morrissey of the English Family Foundation, Emma Kate Rose of Queensland Social Enterprise Council, and Luke Terry of Whitebox, alongside many other supporters nationally. So, with Whitebox now taking the reins as the co host of SEWF 2022 alongside the global body, I asked Luke why this is a hugely exciting project for Australia and what
2: we can all look forward to. Hosting the Social Enterprise World Forum for Whitebox Enterprises is a real privilege. In a post COVID world more than ever, I think what I'm really excited about is how global change makers and social entrepreneurs, and especially jobs focused social enter- enterprises and entrepreneurs, can gather from all over the world to one place we're hoping to have about 2000 in-person delegates and you know as many as 100,000 people fingers crossed digitally from all around the world i think for me personally when i was growing up and starting out as a social entrepreneur it was a social enterprise world forum in scotland that i had the privilege to attend many many years ago and now it's the opportunity i think for many young people in queensland and you know social entrepreneurs that are just starting out having that great opportunity to be able to say hey, I wanna set up a social enterprise or I wanna scale my social enterprise. I think for us here at White Box, the Social Enterprise World Forum isn't just about usual business. It's about bringing together B Corps, social impact investors, policy makers, and like a whole range of different people that wanna use business to do good. And I think if I look at our younger social entrepreneurs that we work with at White Box every day or we connect with all around the world, it's those young people that can make a difference for our planet at this very important time. So yeah, we at Whitebox and I and our executive team, we're just totally pumped and we're just really honoured to have the opportunity to be a co-host.
0: Now, given the current state of the world and the impacts of COVID-19, I asked Dominic Bird, the SEWF 2022 Events General Manager,
3: to clarify the event format and how it's planning to be run. The Social Enterprise Forum next year will be a hybrid event for the very first time. Participants from over 100 countries will attend the forum either in person or digitally. So whether it's a click of a button, a smile on a screen, maybe a friendly elbow bump or a handshake, the hybrid experience will offer even more ways to network and exchange ideas. We're well aware of the challenges that we face in the midst of a pandemic, but the beauty of a hybrid event means that at any point, we can run an entirely digital event on our virtual platform. And at the same time, we're confident that by September next year, Australians should be able to attend the forum in person, and if we're lucky, maybe some friends from New Zealand and other countries nearby. But regardless of all the uncertainty, one thing that we're sure about is next year we will deliver a truly global event with participation from even more countries than previous years. And that makes me really excited. Throughout the bid process, the Queensland
0: Social Enterprise Council, or QSEC, provided strong support. Both Elise Paraps, the CEO, and Emma-Kate Rose, former chair, alongside the broader board, put in considerable effort. Securing the bid did not come without its challenges. Jerry Higgins, the founder of SEWF, came out to Australia in February 2020 for a planning visit just prior to the onset of COVID 19. And as a result of the pandemic, both Canada and Australia were pushed back a year, and in 2020, SEWF made the decision to host a fully online forum. So, with a strong hope, that the globe has the opportunity to attend in person and that things do begin to normalize. I asked current QSEC chair, Richard Warner, what is unique about social enterprise in Brisbane and more broadly in Queensland, and why is this a great destination for you to discover and learn about social enterprise?
4: Brisbane and Queensland is a great place to come and discover and learn more about social enterprise. Queensland social enterprises were some of the first modern social enterprises in the country and we like to think there's something special in the water here in Queensland. From the very get-go, the early social enterprises in Queensland were highly collaborative and they formed a group called the New Mutualism Group which then led to the Queensland Social Enterprise Council and more recently the first funded peak body in Australia for social enterprise. So we're we're a sector that is inclusive, that works together, that is passionate about social change and wants to bring other people along and, and into the fold so that we can work together uh, for, for high impact and encourage and support each other. So that's something we've got here that's not absent in other places, but that we think is a real strength of, of what we do and we wanna share it with you.
0: Now, whilst the main forum will be held in Brisbane, events will unfold nationally across Australia. So I asked Rebecca Scott, CEO of STREET, one of Australia's social enterprise successes, What stands out for her in Australia when it comes to social enterprise?
5: I think we've got such an incredible opportunity with this Social Enterprise World Forum to show the depth and breadth of uh, Australia's social enterprises we've got this incredible openness and an an extraordinary level of generosity it's one of the things that I've loved about being in this sector for the last kind of 12 years that sense of um, having organizations that share what they've got and And kind of don't protect their IP, but rather generously share it. Mm. So I I would love for anyone coming to the Social Enterprise World Forum to to get that sense of openness and generosity amongst uh, our amazing sector.
0: Now, we can't forget that inspiration to host SEWF Australia was found by observing the strong momentum in the lead up to SEWF New Zealand in 2017, which was hosted by the Arkina Foundation and led by Alex Hannett. So when Alex moved to Brisbane to set up the UNICENTER, Griffith University, the centre began a fellowship program. And in the first round, myself, Tony Sharp, Emma-Kate Rose and Anna Gunther were selected and were provided with support for significant projects creating sector growth. I was lucky to have the support of the UNICENTER, Ingrid Burkett, and that group and it was pivotal to making all of this happen so with the benefit of hindsight i asked alex what australia can learn from when new zealand hosted the forum and what makes the australian forum a truly unique opportunity
6: the first thing we learned was that a lot of the value created by the forum uh, actually happens well before the forum takes place and a lot of that value, as a result, happens very much at the local and national level. So the the process of designing what the event was going to be itself really encouraged us, invited us as a sector to, to really name what we wanted and what we would have to do in order to achieve those goals. And through that process, it also created a bunch of connections. A lot of people who had been doing similar work but didn't necessarily have a reason to connect um, suddenly had one. So so that was incredibly valuable and really kind of building that coordination and, and, and network for social enterprise across the country. Also in the lead up to the event, it was a big enough story, it was a big enough draw card to encourage um, other key stakeholders, be that local government, central government, philanthropy, uh, mainstream business and corporates, uh, to get more engaged with social enterprise and also invite them to develop their own stories, the things that they would like to work with social enterprise uh, on at the forum. So they had a while to think about what the relationship they wanted to have with social enterprise was and then to make the necessary preparations which could lead into an announcement, the launch of something new at the the event itself. Clearly at the event, there was um, so much value created, the ability to have a number of different conversations which were interconnected. Uh, So be that around investment or procurement or the role of intermediaries and networks, or different um, organisations who were working on, uh, on 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 similar thematic issues, all those conversations were able to take place and sort of woven into to something bigger, which reflected, you know, social enterprises as a movement, a sector for the benefit of, of the whole country and uh, an emerging part of the economy. Of course, you can't overlook the importance of relationships that an event like this um, facilitates, both at an individual level, but also at organizational level and between groups of organizations. And that was really important. But I'd say looking back, the biggest thing we learned was the role of the event in creating a longer term legacy. So whether that was around the profile of Aotearoa um, New Zealand being a leader in the field of social enterprise, I think a lot of people experienced that event as a really positive thing, and as a result, uh, the country sort of still sticks in their mind and. You know, sort of that—that's alive now because I think you know, for people doing social enterprise in Aotearoa, New Zealand, they have a different level of access, um, you know, to, to colleagues overseas and, and maybe a sort of a, a different level uh, of credibility. But ultimately, that legacy was about what happened afterwards in terms of the the national government being prepared to think about a longer term sector development program and how social enterprise could be woven into any number of different po- policy priorities and, and, and strategies. So that work's been going on over the last three and a half years. The Arkina Foundation have just uh, reported back to the government on where to next and I think while a lot of different actors and activities fed into that, the World Forum certainly played quite a catalytic role in, in enabling that kind of step change to happen. And I think therein lies the big lesson for Australia. How does Australia use the hosting of this event to really create a legacy for the future? So while there is so much great work going on at an organizational level, uh, uh, you know, really interesting, encouraging work happening at a state level, they're still avoiding a vacuum around sort of coordination, cohesion at a national level. So this is a national event, speaking to an international audience. What is the opportunity for the forum to be the place which launches that strategy for the long term, that long term legacy around uh, around sector development um, for social enterprise in Australia?
0: From the early days of the bid, the English Family Foundation has provided invaluable support. The expertise and assistance provided by the foundation's CEO, Belinda Morrissey, is something that we are hugely grateful for. Having seen the bid process unfold and participated throughout the process, I asked Belinda what outcomes she had already seen as a result of this catalytic project and where the key opportunities remain, both in the lead-up and then as a legacy.
7: Bringing the Social Enterprise World Forum to Australia has been a game-changer for the sector. Right from those early days, the forum has provided us with the opportunity to open up the conversation right across Australia, to talk about the broader developments in the sector, and to explore not only the challenges and the barriers faced by the sector, but importantly, to highlight the incredible vision and passion within it, and the social outcomes that it generates. Right from the beginning, we knew that the forum would accelerate this momentum and shine a light on the sector. It was always about so much more than the pure logistics of the forum itself. We are already seeing wonderful outcomes as a result of this momentum, particularly within the state-based networks, especially within the creation of the South Australian network. And these state-based networks have greatly unlocked a more collaborative and cohesive approach across the country. We also believed that hosting the forum would be a catalyst for the development of a national strategy for the sector, and excitingly this is starting to come to fruition. Personally it's been such a privilege to chair the Social Enterprise National Strategy Advisory Committee for the past year with an incredible group of social enterprise leaders and the Centre out of Griffith University who have been our critical partner for this initiative. Thanks to the incredible work of, of this group, and particularly the research and involvement of the UNICentre, Centre, we now have a pragmatic and evidence-based pathway to take this forward and bring it to reality. The opportunities in the lead-up to the forum exist within these discussions, within this momentum. It's about bringing an awareness of the value that the sector brings to Australia, both from a social and an economic point of view. It's about increasing opportunities for growth and development, for learning and collaborations within the sector, bringing global best practice to our Australian practitioners and intermediaries and allowing our domestic players to shine on that global stage. It's also about heightening the legitimacy of the sector and its profile within the growing business for good community. Critically, though, and more broadly, it's about increasing the awareness and the understanding of what is a social enterprise and bringing this model into the mainstream of Australian awareness. I believe that the greatest legacy that the forum could leave here in Australia would be this increased understanding of the benefits of the social enterprise sector and what they already bring and potential to bring to Australia. That this increased understanding is both within our corporates and our consumers, but really importantly, within our political leaders. We need this buy-in from our political leaders and other leaders in Australia to really advance the sector. If we can achieve this, then we have truly started to move towards our shared vision of a just, equitable and sustainable future for Australia.
0: A long-time leader of working towards a just and sustainable future is Sharon Zivkovic, co-founder of Wicked Lab and Community Capacity Builders. As one of South Australia's leaders and a long-time attendee of the World Forums, I asked Sharon what participants usually take away from attending, and how can SEWF 2022 create positive change when it comes to the Australian ecosystem and for the state networks.
5: Participants usually take away from the Social Enterprise World Forum that they are not only part of a very supportive community, but they are also part of a social movement. Each year you take away ideas, connections and inspiration from the achievements your own country and other countries have made in strengthening and advancing the social enterprise movement since the previous year's Social Enterprise World Forum. Attending the Social Enterprise World Forum is definitely a time of celebration. The thought of Australia holding the 2022 Social Enterprise World Forum in Brisbane has provided the Australian social enterprise ecosystem with a guiding star which has stretched us for numerous activities, including doing the groundwork for developing a national social enterprise strategy, developing state-based social enterprise networks and the coming together of these state-based networks to form the Alliance of Social Enterprise Networks Australia. As the date of the Social Enterprise World Forum in 2022 comes closer, as that guiding star gets closer, I can see the Australian social enterprise ecosystem ramping up even more its desires for the sector. We are already seeing some amazing innovations in the social enterprise sector. Thematic networks of social enterprises coming together in Australia, operating as solution ecosystems to address complex challenges like food insecurity and long-term unemployment. These complex challenges are too big for single social enterprises to address. This system social enterprise practice that is emerging in Australia is so unique. When I attend international forums and talk about the system social enterprise practice that is happening in Australia, people are blown away. At the Social Enterprise World Forum in 2022, the Australian social enterprise ecosystem is going to have the opportunity to showcase what is happening here in Australia to the rest of the world. The Australian social enterprise sector has often thought of itself as being a bit late to the party, a bit late in its development of the sector. I think the Australian social enterprise ecosystem and the state networks are going to be so proud during the Social Enterprise World Forum in 2022. The Social Enterprise World Forum 2022 Guiding Star has seen us achieve some amazing milestones. And watch this space. I think by the time the Social Enterprise World Forum in 2022 comes around, we're going to have a lot more achievements to celebrate.
0: It has always been of absolute priority to the Australian bid to learn from Australia's rich cultural heritage and First Nations people and practices. Now, I'd like to personally acknowledge the bid support from the First Nations panel, which consisted of Gala Watson, Terry Waller, Adele Peak, Troy Casey, Rona Glynn-McDonald, Bianca Stoyoski, Dallas Mugara, and Jacinta Aliung. And I asked Bianca Stoyoski, the CEO of Worida Holistic Wellness, how SEWF 2022 might represent a strong opportunity for First Nations people in Australia and around the globe.
8: Firstly, as a Buddy Meyer woman, and also as a person who operates an Indigenous social enterprise here in Australia. Social Enterprise World Forum in 2022 is going to present a really unique and strong opportunity for us as First Nations peoples to show the important connection between community, cultural obligations and connection to country and how those three linking together can provide this really incredible and diverse gift back to community and you know it was quite interesting when I when I first heard about you know social enterprise movement and I was absolutely amazed because I thought isn't that just how we operate businesses anyway how can you operate a business without giving back to community how can you operate a business without thinking in a wider context what your cultural obligations are and your community obligations are. And so what's going to be fantastic is this is going to be a really unique way for us to all link in together as First Nations peoples within Australia and around the world to showcase what it is that collective cultures Uh, the unique way that we give back to community, the unique and diverse ways that we operate social enterprises and that at the heart of everything is this strong community obligation to make sure that we are making a difference in our own communities and in the wider community too. And I think that hopefully we can get a lot of representation from First Nations peoples across the world at the forum and I think that I'm looking forward to the networking that we can do as First Nations peoples to see how we are doing things and learn from each other and to further develop networks on on giving back to community as we know how. So I'm really looking forward to it and I hope to see you there.
0: Now SEWF 2022 was hugely grateful for all the support of existing and future partners. Representing one of the amazing platinum partners for SEWF 2022 is Sally McGeoch, Senior Advisor at the Westpac Foundation. I asked Sally what Australia's youth and upcoming change makers stand to gain from attending the forum in Australia.
9: I'm really excited about the Social Enterprise World Forum as I see it as a burning platform for social enterprise to go mainstream. It's the perfect time and opportunity for the sector to come together and share evidence of how the social enterprise model is more sustainable, inclusive and leads to better outcomes for people and our planet. For young people and future change makers, The forum is a chance for them to really validate their desire to have greater meaning, purpose and agency in their lives. With the exposure from this forum, social enterprise will no longer be seen as a niche feel good space, but as a way young people can actively support disadvantaged youth as well as other traditionally marginalized groups to be active and valued members of our community. It will set an expectation for how young people make purchasing decisions, seek out jobs with organisations that are purpose-led and identify social enterprise as a more effective and sustainable pathway for at-risk young people to gain training and employment compared to moving through several low-skilled, casualised jobs or no job at all. By attending the forum, young people and future changemakers will be able to tap into this groundswell of new ideas, connections and skills to harness their passion to drive change and change the conversation about how we can do business for good with social enterprise leading by example. Westpac Foundation is excited to be partnering with the Social Enterprise World Forum and playing a role in engaging young people across Australia, as well as business, government and other key stakeholders in growing the Business for Good movement.
0: SEWF 2022 is also hugely grateful to platinum partner Torrens University. Torren's leadership have been at a number of forums, and having attended Ethiopia in 2019, I asked Bryce Ives, Vice President of Public Affairs and Communications, why SEWF 2022 will be an opportunity that people simply can't miss.
10: The Social Enterprise World Forum in Brisbane in 2022 will come at such an important time globally. Could we have imagined in 2019 when we were in Ethiopia, attending that edition of the forum, that in only a few small months, we would witness a global disruption of such epic scale. Now, these past few years and and what we've witnessed speak to why society needs social enterprise now, and now more than ever before. And 2022 is just around the corner, and we'll be coming out of, hopefully, some of the roughest chapters of this global pandemic. We'll need a point to unite. So you can't miss the Social Enterprise World Forum in 2022 because Brisbane will be the destination for those of us who are committed to social enterprise. It will be the time and space to reflect and to ask the big, bold and dangerous questions. Questions like, how will we actually use this time These past few years, how will we take the lessons from this time and ensure a better future through social enterprise? And for us at Torrens University, this is a chance for us to not just to support the movement of of social enterprise around the world, but also to ensure students from around the world can join this conversation, be up front and centre. So Torrens University is unashamedly thrilled by all of this. And we're thrilled to be playing a, a tiny role in this big global event. See you in 2022.
0: Beyond the opportunities provided for our youth to be involved, we have a great opportunity to support marginalised groups in Australia. I asked Usman Iftikar, the CEO of Catalyzer, how the forum might present a great opportunity for migrants, refugees and marginalised groups.
11: We are really excited for the Social Enterprise World Forum to come here to Australia. Australian social enterprises have been doing incredible work in tackling many complex systemic challenges in Australia and beyond. Locally, we have um, a very rich ecosystem of social enterprises who've pioneered innovative approaches to supporting migrants, refugees, and other marginalized groups with um, settlement, education, training, employment, and entrepreneurship opportunities. The so Social Enterprise World Forum presents this unique opportunity to highlight and showcase this amazing work done by these incredible enterprises such as Global Sisters, Free to Feed, Gap, Thrive, Migrant Women in Business, Better and Better Project, Regional Opportunities Australia, Asylum Seeker Resource Centre, Settlement Services International, Community Migrant Resource Centre, Catalyzer, and so many more. As a migrant and a social entrepreneur myself, I'm really excited for this opportunity to meet other partners so we can work with them, collaborate with them to create the long-term systemic change um, to really tough problems such as climate change and the global refugee crisis.
0: With social procurement providing an enormous lever to create significant impact, I asked Emma Joyce, Social Enterprise Engagement Manager at Social Traders, who attended SEWF Ethiopia in 2019, what she believes will be unique about Australia 2022 and how it might present an opportunity to shift the social procurement landscape for the better.
12: South Australia 2022 is an incredibly exciting opportunity for the Australian social enterprise sector to come together as a united group to celebrate, to recognise each other's achievements, to collaborate and to learn. Having attended SOF Ethiopia 2019, I know that Australia is already one of the countries leading the way in social procurement. However, I believe that SOF 2022 will really strengthen this. This global conference gives us the opportunity to showcase our social enterprise sector and all it has to offer, and to come together as a united sector to demonstrate our strength and potential. Social procurement represents a huge opportunity for social enterprises to tap into demand and scale their impact by scaling their growth. We can use SOF 2022 as a catalyst to raise our voices and inspire change. We can use it to grab the attention of government, to get social enterprise and social procurement on the agenda of all governments across Australia and to inspire policy change for the better. The social procurement landscape in Australia is growing significantly, but it still has a fair way to go. SOF 2022 is the opportunity for us to push social enterprise procurement into the mainstream, to raise awareness, to celebrate successes and learn from best practice. In addition to this, for me, SOF 2022 represents the opportunity to celebrate the diversity of Australia's social enterprise sector. We have more than 20,000 social enterprises operating in Australia, all with vastly different business and impact models. All of these businesses are contributing to the vibrant, innovative and inspiring sector we have in Australia. I'd love to see this diversity celebrated and greater awareness of social enterprise brought into mainstream society. Bring on Soof Australia 2022.
0: Matt Farlet, CEO of ACRE and long-time attendee at the forums, presented at the Social Traders Conference in 2019 on the state of social enterprise in Australia. Now, I asked Matt that given the current context and sector momentum in Australia, what is the legacy he is hoping SEWF Australia 2022 leaves? This is what he said.
13: The opportunity that hosting the Social Enterprise World Forum in Brisbane in 2022 represents for Australia is a really, really pivotal one. And that opportunity is about the community more broadly and our Australian society understanding that social enterprise is not a fringe idea, but more it's a legitimate business model that considers uh, profits alongside a really, really deliberate and active contribution to people and the planet. Because that's really what social enterprise is about. It's about deliberately wanting to impact positively on the environment, on the communities that we live in and solve real issues, but do it in such a way that we're using the muscle of business. And so the momentum that's currently being gathered by practitioners all over Australia through networks being established in all states and territories means that more and more people out there in society are starting to hear about social enterprise and whilst they don't maybe understand exactly what that means, they keep hearing it as maybe it's a thing and so what the Social Enterprise World Forum happening on our shores means is that people can start to understand that this opportunity is about bringing it uh, into the national consciousness and it being considered alongside a policy framework that could see it being legitimately seen as a uh, third way of doing business in this country. So we're really familiar with charities, we're really familiar with you know commercial organisations but we're not so familiar with businesses that exist for a, a social and environmental impact. And so realising that this global momentum that's happening can come to our shores and that could be the legacy of this be perhaps a national conversation, you know, leading to a national strategy, leading to state, federal and even local governments starting to embrace these sorts of approaches that put the power back in community and put the power back in those people who want to solve real issues on the ground and it gives them the tools to do so it gives them the model it gives them the know-how to do that so i'm so excited about social enterprise world forum 2022 because i feel like it could be that point in time where we go you know what we get this we can do this and let's just make this normal in how we do business in the future